Hi there, and welcome to elementary. Well, this evening, elementary had to get rescheduled because my guest was unwell. However, in saying that, how are you doing this Monday? I hope you're having a fabulous evening from wherever you're watching. Um, but today I wanted to talk about a couple of different topics, and I'm happy to take any questions that you may have along the way. So today's topic is really all about rental equipment. And when you go to buy a house, are you getting surprised that the only, um, that the rental equipment part of a house is no longer just the hot water tank? It's actually, you know, your furnace, your AC. And how do you deal with that? Do you actually ask the question about the hot, uh, the rentals? Uh, do you get your, um, whoever's representing you to ask the question? Do they actually ask the question for you and let you know? Um, and how do we tackle this huge issue, uh, with this rental? Now, the government of Ontario did uh, actually ban door to door sales. And, but one of the, the key points is they knock on your door and see, I'm not a big fan of door-to-door -door sales. And so, hence, um, I actually um, don't door-knock myself because I feel like I'm irritating someone. Um, the other part to it is I don't think most people answer, but for the few that do answer the door, I think um, what then happens is they may get sucked into buying something. Uh, you know, for example, true story, um, my daughter's neighbor, um, the guy knocks on the door and wants to sell them something and they say they're not interested. So then they go down to the neighbor's house and they do the same with the neighbor. And at this point, they're talking to the neighbor about wanting to go in his house and check something. And, um, you know, so the, the point is to get you in the house and then they try to sell you all this other stuff. And a lot of times it's about, hey, do you want a free thermostat? We can upgrade your thermostat. But nothing in life is free. There's always a catch to it, right? So that's how they come into your house. But if you let them in, and then to make it worse, if you sign the paperwork, you have a bigger issue. Um, now, they, there is a bill passed, I think, or at least they've, they have something in place to make putting liens on your property a little tougher. But prior to this, people were getting, um, uh, you know, someone would say, hey, your, your, your monthly amounts are only so much, um, you know, but you're paying for so many years and you're going to be paying um, long before you you sell that house. And so as, as a consumer, like, for example, what I would tell my clients is, you know, I feel clients should know what risk they're running when they're buying a house, right? And so personally for me, I'll, I'll give you a true story example. Um, my client was looking to buy this house. The person selling the house was actually, um, it didn't have the paperwork uh, for the rentals. All of the stuff was a rental. They didn't even have, you know, the correct numbers. So in saying that, they started... Um, we started negotiating the price. We actually had quite a bit of money on the table and we 
we also had enough to cover the rental buyout, potentially. I, I, I didn't even know what it was because there was no contract attached for us to read. And so uh, we added some money, estimating what the buyout would be, and said, hey, pay off your rental, here's the money. And we had more money than what the property sold for. Anyhow, long story, um, that for me was a little bit of a red flag. You know, when you don't have the paperwork because you've purchased a home from someone else who has, um, and the contract then gets assumed by you, but you don't have the paperwork. So you're assuming everything is, is good to go. Um, and then you have to sell your home, which makes it a little harder for people buying the home. Um, I'm a firm believer in being able to um, take a look at the contract, weigh your pros and cons, make a decision. It doesn't mean you don't have to buy the house. It means that at least you've made an informed decision. So in this case, um, the the seller ends up um, the seller ends up um, wanting to sell the property but doesn't have all of the details. And whoever the buyer is that buys it eventually would be stuck with that. Now, they didn't accept our offer because we had the condition of paying off. And um, I did say to the agent, we would we would pay the money into the, the price of the house, the extra money. Um, but they would have to release, uh, get the, the lien paid off, right? In saying that, it's, it's something for you to be mindful of that these days you no longer have, um, just a hot water tank. That's a rental. Um, you will end up with more. You may end up with more. So always ask, what are the rentals on this property? And, um, if you have any realistic questions, by the way, just feel free to drop them in the comment section or in the question icon below. Um, I'll do my best to get to them. Uh, but always ask, hey, by the way, what um, what are the rentals on this property? And so that way you're aware and you're, um, whoever's representing you, I, I like to have a paper trail by asking that either in the form of a text or in the form of an email to say, hey, can you provide me with the rentals and the prices uh, for each? And if they come back with a rental on a furnace and so forth, I'll ask for the contract. Um, and don't be alarmed if people don't have it because a lot of times people don't have the contract. So in, in the example I was giving you, um, the, the person that purchased it, um, didn't have a contract because the people that bought it prior to them, you know, had sold it, uh, with the rental. And these can be quite expensive on a monthly basis. They're added to your, uh, bills, but they could be quite expensive. Um, and I, I, I totally get it. It's, it's not for everyone. Some people like it saying, Hey, you know, if my furnace breaks down, I just have to call this company and they'll come and fix it. I mean, me, I'm of a different mindset. Uh, my furnace breaks down. Yeah. I'll call someone to fix it. I just don't need to have a what if. And what are the likelihood of your furnace breaking down when you just got a brand new, um, furnace? And <laughs> if it breaks down, there's a bigger problem, right? So that was one of the things that I wanted to talk about because it's um, it's quite common these days to find it. Um, what's even um, a, a little more alarming is the fact that 
you may have um, you may have an offer date and all of these things you should really have in advance of the offer date so you understand what sort of uh, liens are currently in the property and what you're going to be assuming um, so those are some of the you know key things to keep in mind when you're purchasing a house so secondly what's going on in the real estate market and so um, this has been these last couple of years especially this year has been a year like none other and when I say that it's it's um, it's been quite turbulent the market's been doing its own thing really um, and so as a, a buyer or a seller you just have to be a little more patient understand a little better what's going on and be a little more patient for whatever you decide you want to do so in this case um, the uh, condo market seems to be a little quieter than uh, usual but really it all in all you know even though freeholds are selling they are taking a lot longer so what we're noticing is that the the homes are remaining on the market a lot longer so if you plan to be out of your home and you need to sell then just plan for that plan to, that your home is going to be on the market a bit longer you're going to have to do um, a little more to it to keep it pristine while you have showings but one thing i want to mention to you is you want to make sure someone whoever's listed your house has a good marketing plan and i do know that you know um you you still want to have eyes on it no matter if your property is sitting and no matter if you're waiting you still have to have eyes on it and um if someone's going to take a look at your property you hope they they've got enough marketing behind it that they actually decide when they do decide they want to buy that they're going to come and buy yours the other thing we're noticing is that the last interest rate hike which um sorry the no hike hike <laughs> the bank of canada announcement let's call it that um which was scheduled um the rates didn't go up so it remained um at at the at the rate it was and so they've held it two months in a row and what does that mean for you as a consumer it means um you just have to wait till the next rate hike in december now with all of whatever's going on, you know, they're, they're hoping that rates will start to make, turn a corner into um, sometime in 2024. And I don't think it's at the start of 2024. But I think what people are missing is that um, it's a good time to buy. And, and I'm not saying it because I myself am looking, um, but there are, there's less aggressiveness. You know, there's deals to be had. Um, because not everyone has, not every property has, you know, 15 offers or 20 offers like they were. So they are a little, um, you know, eager. Uh, the prices haven't dipped and that's the whole issue because I think it's still holding pretty strong, but at least you're not having this, uh, crazy offer nights where, you know, you have to, you're lined up day in and day out and then sometimes people with offers are getting desperate where they're just are buying something to buy so it's giving you a little more time to actually take a look at what you like um, and take a property 
the one thing I'll say to people is now, maybe you're not in, you're in the market. Maybe you want to buy, but you just cannot get qualified. I, I deal with a lot of first time home buyers. I know what it's like. And maybe that property that you absolutely want is not on the radar because the math doesn't work out. Um, however, if you are a move up buyer, even though you're moving up into something bigger, it's times like this that gets that bigger property at a better rate because the demand for it is a little less. So when you start talking, you know, under a million dollars, there's still quite a fair bit of demand for properties under a million because that's where people are qualifying. When you have equity in your property and you're going to get something out of it and you're going to be that move up buyer, that's, um, this is like a great market for that. But the one thing I will say to you is, just because I'm giving you these these thoughts or just because I'm sharing these thoughts doesn't mean that the market is right for you. What it means is that you need to really kind of figure out what the math is for you, uh, what you can possibly get on your property. The stars have to align for you, right? Like it's just not about buying. There's a lot that goes into um, into this process and a lot of thought that goes into this process. And if it's the right time to buy for your family and you, then you should think about it. Um, because I can tell you that once uh, people start to get a little more comfortable, um, it's going to go back to that same frenzy that we had because all of those people that were waiting to buy are still waiting to buy. Um, and so it will become an end as much as right now we have a little bit more inventory um, on the market, it's it's not as um, crazy as it seems. So, um, you know, I think people are thinking this compares to 2000 and um, I don't know, 1993 or 94, whenever we had that big, big, um, you know, when people couldn't even move their properties and they were like 200,000 and their interest rates were like, I don't know, 18, 20, 15 percent. Um, you know, uh, that was a good time. I actually bought a house during that time because, you know, even though the interest rates were uh, quite high, um, prices were better. And so you can refinance the interest rate. But the other part is these days demand is not like it used to be. Demand is pretty crazy. So once the market actually um, settles down, you'll see a bit of a different um, movement happening. So what are uh, rates? And rates are pretty high, of course, you know, between six and six and a half on, on fixed rates and depending on where you land. But the good part about it is, you know, um, whether it's a fixed or variable and whichever way you want to spin the coin, um, you can refinance um, in in a few years, right? Depending on how long. So if you take a three-year fixed, you can refinance in three years. If you t take a variable, then if there's another hike, you just, you know, go with the flow and... Um, but you know, a good mortgage um, broker will help you. Um, a good mortgage broker will help you actually break those numbers down quite a bit for you so that you quite understand your portfolio. So, um, you know, it's, it's 
before you just go out and randomly decide to buy, go with someone who can um, actually uh, do a good job making you understand what your numbers look like. And if the rates go up, what does that look like for you? And, um, and hopefully you'll get to the other side. I mean, it's been a little, um, crazy. You still have to live somewhere, right? And, um, for some people, um, yes, absolutely. Renting is the way to go because, um, that's all that can happen right now for them. But one of the things I want to leave you with is don't give up. If you're, if you're a first time home buyer, then I can tell you I've worked with the smallest budgets, the largest budgets. But if don't give up because your day will come, you just have to save. Um, I know we're living in this, this huge consumer world where we want everything now. Um, and even when, when we're looking to save for a house, sometimes I know people feel a little down and out and they think, Oh, I'm never going to own a house, you know, and, um, you know, I should just buy whatever and spend my money. Yeah. Live, live your life, but save as well because your day will come. And, um, I can tell you the way my mind works is when I set my sight on something, I achieve it. And, um, you just have to have a plan and a dream and dream big and it'll happen for you. So, I take it you have no questions for me, um, but I do want to thank you for joining me this evening. I know my guest was sick today, so um, I was unable to interview someone. So if um, so, the way it works is um, I'm looking to grow a community. I'm a realtor. My name is Jacqueline Watson, and I'm with Sutton Group Tower. It's a Toronto brokerage um, around the Yorkdale a mall area and I'm looking to grow a community. And so, um, what I do is I grow uh, a community by, um, interviewing businesses. It doesn't matter your size, small or large. I interview businesses online on, on Instagram live and the live becomes a podcast and we share information. We share business information with whatever business you have. So if you have a flower business, if you have a wedding planning business or whatever you have, if you, if you have a shop on Etsy or any online store or even an in-person business, um, you know, we share. And, and if for some reason, like for example, I have a few businesses I have, uh, interview and I've actually done business with them. So I give them an opportunity and I do business with them and I hope they shine. And once I do business with them, then I come back and interview them yet again, because now that I've worked with them, or I've worked with some multiple times, I have the opportunity to actually give them how, you know, my experience, right? And I mean, we live in this world and the only way we can grow is by growing each other. Um, I truly believe there's room for all and all of us can grow and be the best versions of ourselves. So if you have a business and you think you might uh, want to get interviewed, it's really pretty simple. Uh, you don't have to do much except answer the questions that I ask you. Um, 
But it's all about, you know, showcasing yourself. And if it's your business and your heart's in the right place, obviously, uh, you know, you're probably the best at that. Um, so I have no doubt that you will shine on my interview um, and my podcast. So feel free to DM me or um, get in touch and um, we can take it from there. But for those of you that joined me today, Sorry that I didn't have a guest and sorry that I um, was trying to share some topics that people had asked me questions about um, uh, not too long ago. Um, the next couple of times that I do one of these shows, I'm going to talk about assignments and a few other things because those are the hot topics as well. And so I hope you will join me. But until then, thank you again for spending your time with me. It's so appreciated. And I hope I don't scare you today because I do not have any makeup on. And um, yeah, I just, um, I, I didn't have the heart to really kind of reapply my makeup. So uh, have a great evening. And until next time, we'll see you soon. Thank you again. Bye for now.